Hello and welcome to the Trump Scorecard. I'm your host, Jesse Burney. As you can tell from the gentle sound of waves and wind in the background, this week Donald Trump and I have something in common. We're both on vacation. Working in Bedminster, New Jersey, as long-planned construction is being done at the White House. This is not a vacation. Meetings and calls. Okay, okay. Only I'm on vacation. And because of that, this is going to be a very short little wrap-up podcast. But who cares? Apparently, by the time you can listen to this, we'll all have perished in a nuclear holocaust anyway. That may be overstating the matter a bit, but there's no doubt this was an incredibly stupid thing to say. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. You know, Barack Obama wasn't a perfect president. I've criticized him on this podcast multiple times. But if there's one thing he always got right, it was keeping his rhetoric measured and calm when the situation called for it. You've got a rogue nation run by a third-generation madman. Despotism is literally in his DNA, threatening to nuke Guam. And what is Trump doing? He's escalating things. Is there any doubt if he had been president during the Cuban Missile Crisis, things would have turned out very differently and not in a good way? All the horrible shit he's done for the last 29 weeks, all the things he's done to move us backward as a nation, to hurt people, it's been awful. But nothing is quite as bad as this, knowing that when a nuclear crisis comes, his instincts and his temperament are exactly the opposite of what we need to avert it. I think the odds are still against us getting into a nuclear shooting war with North Korea, but that doesn't mean I'm not scared. Scared for us, scared for the people of South Korea and Japan directly in the way of Pyongyang's fire, and scared for the people of North Korea who have been psychological hostages to the Kim regimes. The world is a more dangerous place for millions of people because Donald Trump is president of the United States. We're just 29 weeks in, just 29 weeks in, and we're already in our first full-blown war of words with another nuclear power. How much longer can this last? I'm just going to sum up a few quick stories for the rest of the podcast. I'm sure I'm missing a lot, but I'm on vacation, so go fuck yourself. And you'll notice the stories are all related. I'm going to start with Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke. He's an Eagle Scout who rode a horse to work on the first day of his new job. It's a good look for someone who is charged with stewardship of federal lands, and it works especially well to have that kind of outdoorsy image when you're spending your term literally giving away the outdoors. That's what Zinke is up to. He spends his days meeting with lobbyists from fossil fuel companies, good friends of his naturally, planning on ways to take away regulations on mining and drilling on federally owned lands. He's also looking to reduce the charges for licenses those companies pay to be able to mine and drill. Remember, this land is your land. This land is my land. This land belongs to you and me. In other words, that's our coal and our oil they're digging for. And Zinke and Trump want to give it away for almost nothing. When Trump said he wanted to drain the swamp, I guess he meant he wanted to drain it of oil and gas and coal and give it away to rich people so they can get even richer. 
Speaking of rich people, uh, for our second story, I want to talk about Sinclair Broadcasting. Sinclair is a right-wing media group that owns a bunch of local TV stations. It peppers its local newscasts with right-wing editorials the stations are required to broadcast. That includes commentaries from former Trump employee Boris Epstein, who was kicked out of the White House after just a few days, which gives you a sense of how terrible he is. Anyway, Sinclair wants to acquire a bunch of new stations, but there are laws about a single company owning too many TV stations. But Trump's FCC chair, Ajit Pai, I've talked about him a few times on the podcast, he's using a loophole for Sinclair that doesn't count UHF stations toward the total. Kids, you can ask your parents what that means. Needless to say, the VHF-UHF distinction is meaningless now. But because of Pi's decision, Sinclair will be able to turn local newscasts across the country, the main source of news for lots of Americans, into right-wing propaganda just as bad as Fox News. When you're wondering in 2020 how Trump can win, this is part of the reason. Of course, that's assuming we even have a 2020. The third one's a little complicated, but it matters for anyone out there who's planning to get old, which admittedly might be none of us. Obama's Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services put in a rule saying nursing homes couldn't put language in their contracts forcing people into arbitration, meaning if you or your family member was abused or mistreated at a nursing home, you couldn't sue the nursing home. Tons of businesses use this technique, forcing customers into arbitration because it is much much friendlier to corporate interests than lawsuits are. But Donald Trump doesn't care if your Nana gets bed sores from being neglected for days. If he gets his way, she won't be able to sue her nursing home no matter what they do to her. You notice what all these stories have in common? Coal companies, media companies, nursing homes. Donald Trump always, always takes the side of big business against the side of ordinary people. Always. Finally, I want to end this week on maybe the stupidest claim ever made. This is the sound of unreconstructed racist and Trump advisor Stephen Miller crawling into his boss's rectum. President Trump's the most gifted politician of our time, and he's the best orator to hold that office in generations. The greatest orator to be president for generations. Just wow. That's it for another week with literally the worst speaker ever to hold the office as our president. A note to my wonderful Patreon subscribers, I will not be charging you for this vacation-shortened episode. If you'd like to join these fine folks in supporting future full-length episodes of the podcast, go to patreon.com slash the Trump scorecard to sign up. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the Trump scorecard to sign up. And remember, you can find links to all the stories I talked about on this very brief episode at our website, thetrumpscorecard.org. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Trump Scorecard. Find me on Twitter, at Jesse Burney. And if you have any comments, questions, or ideas, please send me an email, thetrumpscorecard at gmail.com. Fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before. The Trump Scorecard is written, hosted, edited, and produced by me, Jesse Burney. Our music is from bensound.com. I'll be back next week, and remember, this is not normal.